Hi friends, thought I would hop on here and we would uh, get another episode of Gaming with Anxiety in the can, so to speak. I don't even know if that's a phrase that's used in radio or recording anymore. Um, I had some things I wanted to talk about. I've been trying to be more regular at this, but it's just not happening. Um, I am back. Uh, I have been struggling for the last week or two, I guess. Uh, so in trying to talk about anxiety and trying to talk about struggles and trying to talk about things that can potentially drag you back to bad places, which I have not allowed myself to do, um, I have been spending the last few weeks, month, whatever, trying to figure out how to open my own bookstore since mine closed. Um, and I'm trying to open it with my best friend and the entire world as partners. And we found a space, I found a space, dream space. It's surrounded by great neighborhoods, walkability. The neighborhoods responded really well on the next door app. It was looking good. Uh, I contacted a realtor. I did things I've never done in my entire life, contacting a realtor, looking at retail space, um, moving money around, far too much money, which is anxiety in and of itself. And at the end of the day, we couldn't get it done. About a week ago, I got an email from the realtor saying that the landlord was unwilling at first, was unwilling to let me be the sole guarantor on a lease and I needed a co-guarantor. They suggested my father because my partner uh, has about as much money and a good tax return as I have. My father's 86 years old. I am, and that's already a source of anxiety for me constantly. Um, so I wasn't gonna ask my dad to do that. I wanted to do this on my own. And I responded back in kind pretty much and said, no, thank you. I appreciate the opportunity. I'm going to pass. If I can't do it on my own, I'm not really interested. So I get a response back, kind of like calling a bluff. And, uh, you know, one thing leads to another. I get a counter offer. Here's your letter of intent for a lease. Please sign this, blah, 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 blah. Um, and instead of giving a security deposit and the first month's rent, which would have been about $7,000, they want the first six months rent, which is $15,000. And instantly I'm out on this. So I sent an email, pretty stiff email about a day later that I don't think the realtor read because he tried calling me the other day and asking me what was up. And it's just kind of like, you know, none of the terms were right. None of, none of the stuff we were told ended up being the truth. It didn't end up being what it's, they said it was going to be. We're done. However, I turned down a pretty lucrative job with GameStop, which I may have mentioned before, thinking we were gonna open a store. Um, and now I can't get that job offer back. I don't have any job prospects. I still have unemployment, which is something, and a little bit of a side gig under the table. But I don't know what I'm supposed to do now. You know, I went through a period first where I was really defeated and deflated. And I didn't know what to do. You know, I know people face this type of stuff all the time. I know people that listen to this podcast do not enjoy their jobs, do not enjoy what their lives, do not enjoy aspects of their lives and don't know how to change it. I'm in this boat where I don't know what to do next. I have been a bookseller for 
12 and a half years. 13 years would have been this summer, 12 and a half years of my life. So back when I was 26, 25, really. Um, and before then I did things like work for my job and my, my work was set up for me, it was easy. You know, the bookstores are the jobs I got on my own. I made my own and I did it. I was good at it, I am good at it. I know books better than anybody that I know. But it doesn't help me because there's no bookstores in the area hiring. I've, I applied for a part-time job at Barnes & Noble that I'm sure I'm not gonna get or they're gonna interview me and tell me I'm overqualified for, which is true. But I'm, I'm at this place, this stagnant place, and I have not talked about this with anybody, not yet. Um, where I had three months today, March 18th is the three month mark of the last day that I worked in a bookstore, which was December 18th. But it's been more like four months because my bookstore wasn't a bookstore for the last month. It was a going out of business sale. You know, we were just facilitating the death of something that we loved. So I know what I love. I know what I want to do. And I'm about 20, 30 years too late, you know? If I had been born 20 or 30 years earlier, which is a ridiculous notion, but books were still thriving, there was no internet, there was no e-readers, there was no Amazon, my, my, my passion project in life is not accessible to me now. And when the bookstore first closed, I just took a month and I read books and I played video games, I spent time with my loved ones and I tried not to think about it and then it became more difficult. The days kept going on. I had this other bookstore that I was latched on to and hopeful for, so hopeful. And it didn't pan out. And you know, I know the first opportunity, the first location, the first shot is not always going to be the one. Sometimes you have to fail and get back up. And we will, we'll keep looking, we'll keep trying. But if it doesn't work, I have to be realistic about the fact that maybe the thing that I love the most, you know, work-wise is gone and I should just look for something else. I don't know. I don't know. I'm in this place in life when I, when I started this podcast, the, the biggest motivator was I had changes to make as a human being and I was regretful and remorseful and I still am, but I'm moving past all of that. Even when I sometimes get dragged back to it, I'm moving forward. But I'm, I'm in this place where I don't really know what to do. Every day blends into the next. There's no light at the end of the tunnel. I don't feel like the tunnel's dark um, necessarily. I know that doesn't make any sense, but hopefully, you know, like I, I'm not, I'm not ho hopeless. I just don't know what my hope is or what my, my next step is. And I'm drinking a lot of coffee. I'm reading a lot of books. I'm working my side job, which is anywhere between six and 10 hours a week. Spending time with loved ones, best friend, girlfriend, girlfriend's daughter, whatever. You know, recording podcasts with my other best friend. Going to brunch with my, my brothers, who are more than, than best friends. They're family, they're my, my real family, my only family. Life is not bad, you know, sometimes you don't know what's happening next. You don't know really where you're going. There's not a lot of direction or motivation even, but things aren't bad because I'm not hurting the people around me. I, I you know, 
do I make mistakes? Sure, but those mistakes consist of being insensitive and then trying to fix it. You know, stuff like that. Um, trying to be a better person, better, better person. I don't struggle with that now. What I struggle with is like, who am I? I used to always be so confident in who I was because I was, I was bookstore Ben, you know, and now I'm not, I'm just, I'm Ben and I'm struggling to figure out what that means. So, you know, I've gotten some emails, I've gotten some direct messages on Instagram from people that have said they listen. There's a, there's a strange strangely high percentage listener base in Germany, which I appreciate. Guten Tag. Um, please correct me on anything that I say wrong about that. The language, the people, I do not know much about Germany. Uh, look at the analytics of this podcast and I'm getting a lot of listens. It's, uh, it's nice because I know that that must mean I'm connecting with people. People must understand the things that I feel like I'm going through are relatable. Um, I'm try, I try to stay positive. You know, I, the, the biggest thing I'm taking away from the last like seven or eight months when I really felt like my life was in shambles is you can come back. You can come back from a lot of things. You can come back from most things. You can come back from big time mistakes. The biggest mistakes you'll make of your entire life. It's a reliant on the people that you have surrounded yourself with and their ability to forgive, accept, or love you despite your mistakes. So I try to treat people that way. You know, I have a friend who's made a mistake and he is fixing it. And instead of being like, why did you do that? I've said, you can fix this. You can do better. You can be better. I know I'm speaking from a place where you can. I'm curious where other people are coming from. I got an email that I'm not going to read verbatim, but I am going to share. Someone sent an email and said that they were struggling with their identity, not gender, but just what they were doing in life. They're unhappy with their work. They're unhappy that they're still living at home. Same. You know, they're unhappy that they're unmarried. I'm not necessarily unhappy that I'm unmarried, but I'm not stoked that I'm not being able to take those steps. You know, um, one of the biggest stumbling blocks or roadblocks in my life is that I have elderly parents, 80 years old, 80 year old mother, 86 year old father. So 81 and 87 this year and health problems. I was scared to death of someone falling. Um, the idea of moving back out, starting a life where I'm not here to take care of them is horrifying because I worry about it all the time. But I'm also in a relationship where how long does that person wait? And then my anxiety goes through the roof because I don't know what to do. And this email is from someone that doesn't know what to do. It's okay to not know what to do as long as you're trying to take some sort of steps to figure it out. I don't know. I'm not an expert. I'm not a therapist. I'm just a guy who's trying to do better and put some positivity back into the world instead of negativity or toxicity. Video game wise, because this is still partially a video game web or podcast, I've been on my Switch playing Triangle Strategy. It's a pretty decent strategy RPG, kind of in the same vein as Fire Emblem or Final Fantasy Tactics. 
Uh, I recommend it, especially because you can have it on the go. You can have it on the TV. I think it's about 50 or 60 hours to beat. I'm not quite at the halfway mark. Um, artwork is really good. Music is really good. Story is middle of the road just because I think the voice acting is thumbs down, but in general, pretty good. Uh, and of course, my safe space, Battlefield 1, still playing that most days. Um, going to Pittsburgh this weekend, taking the Switch with me. Probably going to play Fate Extella Link. Um, I grabbed that the other day. Probably be my travel game. Um, that's it for gaming. I mean, you know, I do some on the side. I've been doing a lot more reading. Um, a lot of reading. Science fiction, fantasy. If you want to talk about it, you want me to, you want me to talk about it, we can. I can. I don't want to drop a bunch of literature and stuff on people if that's not your thing. I do hope, the people that are listening, I hope that you're doing well. I hope that you are making steps in the right direction. I hope that you are taking something away from this podcast, positivity, or I had someone say they put my podcast on to go to sleep, and I was like, oh, I guess I'm boring. And they said, no, I, I always listen to the episode the whole way through, but your voice is very calming. I appreciate that. That's nice to hear. Uh, I do the same thing with some podcasts. So... I think that's it for now. That's the update. That's what's going on with me. I want to hear what's going on with you. My email address is nukethebridge at gmail.com. You can also reach me on that bookstore guy on Instagram. Uh, I'm not super active on there. I post a picture here or there of the books that I'm buying, the bookstores that I'm visiting. You can DM me. You can talk to me. You can tell me anything. Tell me if you want to hear about books. Tell me your story. Tell me what you're struggling with. I'm not a therapist, but I'll listen. I'll give input. I'm not a therapist. Um... That's all. You know, I just try to take it a day at a time. I try to remind myself, Mr. Rogers always said, and I know it's corny for a 38-year-old man to be quoting Mr. Rogers, but be kind and be kind and be kind. Uh, accept people the way they are. That's what I'm trying to do. I'm trying to approach life that way. Um, and I like to think right now I'm doing pretty damn good. So I figure it out. You figure it out. We'll come back. We'll meet here again sometime. I hope everybody's doing good. I appreciate you listening. Thanks a lot. Catch you next time.